Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, let's do this. Wow. Oh, I totally forgot to edit this part down. Eventually, the comic will start. Is this Tay-Tay? Yeah, Of it course. Is. You know it. All right. Start telling jokes, sir. Now, Dimitri Martin. I went to a baseball game last summer in a stadium. They had a huge TV in the stadium, a jumbotron. And this guy proposed to his girlfriend using the giant TV. He put her name up there and said, will you marry me? She said yes. The crowd went wild. They found the couple in the audience. I was sitting there thinking, God, that's so romantic. so cool. And then I remember thinking, you know, you could also use a screen like that if you're having trouble breaking up with somebody. <laughs> like, hey, uh, I'm going to grab a hot dog, but you should definitely look at that screen. It's a smooth way out of it. Ever. Like ever. <laughs> it is the Migs Catch. My name is Steve Miggs. I am here with my good friend Top Show. The mighty Reverend Enfuego. Like ever. 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 And everybody's favorite, the man who loves that Arizona sweet tea. Dude, that's hilarious. I actually just watched that Dimitri Martin special last night. Whoa. Yeah. I fell asleep to it, but it was funny as hell. <laughs> Were you awake for that joke? Yes, exactly. That's why I remember. I'm like, oh my God. That is awesome. Yeah. So this is going to be kind of a shorter mix cast because I got a stupid meeting at noon. Boo. So let's get things going. Jam of the week, a, man, a band that rocked it at Pain in the Grass. It's like a storm. Love nice. the way you hate me on the mix cast. So good. I don't care if I'm not good enough for you. And I don't care if I don't live the life you want me to. And I don't care what you want to think of me. Cause all you want is everything that I want to be. You say. Take a shot at me. I love the way you hate me. You say I'm insane. I say you're a 
crazy that these guys are from New Zealand, but when he sings, he doesn't sound like he has an accent at all. No, he just hard rocking. He's just hard rocking. Did you guys catch these guys on the second stage? No, I missed them. Oh, uh, they went on around four-ish. There was a second stage? You didn't make it to the second stage? <laughs> never even saw it. I saw Tuffy oh. on the lawn. That was about it. <laughs> From spent, a picture on Facebook. I spent the majority of my time when I wasn't doing work stuff by the second stage, watching all the bands on the Another Century stage. Nice. Who's the chick in the nylons and the panties? Which one? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> there was uh, the blonde. The blonde. Mixie from Stitched Up Heart. Dude, they kicked ass. They were on fire, man. Yeah. In fact, I was just talking to Mark, the guy who uh, runs uh, Century Media, who brought all those bands to us uh, on Facebook, and he sent me one of their newer songs, and we can play it on the, on the Mixcast. I'm oh, very nice. excited about it, because cool. their new material is so damn good. But I wanted to break it down right now because this is the song with the didgeridoo. Are you guys ready? Oh. We should turn the lights off and close your eyes. This is a headphone song. Oh, Rev's going to do it. What does it matter if you turn the lights on or up if you're going to close your eyes? I don't know, man. It just does. Now the lights are up. Now I don't feel, deep, bro. I don't feel any brightness. It's just get dark with the didgeridoo. Nick, that's not a didgeridoo. My bad. <laughs> Same shape. Stop blowing. <laughs> Isn't this great? It's like kind of tool-like. I really want to get stoned right now. Right. Oh, the drums too. I love it when bands put in instruments you don't normally find on a on a on an album like this. They have a few on this record too. Like weird guitar type stuff, like. Like a, I think like a ukulele or something, like a banjo. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Did you see Aaron? Yes. That was cool. Did he play the solo? guitar with the drumstick? That was awesome. Yes. That was so cool. So many good performances at uh, Pain in the Grass. Easily, and a lot of people are agreeing, best one yet. Dude, Bullet for My Valentine was incredible. I like, missed them. I've never seen them before, and I just, the energy, man. It's funny, because we got to interview the dude from uh, Bullet for My Valentine, Matt. And uh, during the interview, this should have been foreshadowing for how drunk BJ was. <laughs> because just in the middle of the interview, he's like, I don't remember the name of the song, so I'm going to go on my phone and find it, even oh, though we have Mike. slow internet service. Oh, no. In fact, we have a, the clip. And I want to play it only because I was like, ah, this is so funny, silly BJ. But then I totally pulled a BJ when I interviewed the guys from Like a Storm. I forgot that I could not remember the proper way to say the name of the song we just played. Love the way you hate me. I was like, I don't know. Like, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, and you don't. Oh yeah. But uh, let's let's <laughs> listen to BJ getting weird with Matt from uh, Bullet from My Valentine. Uh, oh, should be Matt from. Yeah, that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to do something that was that oh, looked good, but the narrative was simple but hard hitting. You know. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, if you want, you got to watch the video. Uh, hold on, I got the song right here. I want to make sure I got the right song. Because I love playing God, but that's not the video I'm talking about. Uh, so the video is uh, for the song. Here it is. Hold on, I've got it. You want a battle. Wow. Uh, uh, here, hold on, hold on, hold on. we got to stop this interview. we got to find, we got to find this video. Find the name of this video. When BJ has a little couple of drinks in him, he cares less. So like, yeah, like I think sober BJ would be like, that's just not a good thing to do. Like just scroll through my phone and yeah. not. So I'm like, how can he do that? That's so, how silly of him. But like, I'm not really upset. I just thought it was absurd and funny. But uh, we're going to play some of the interviews from that I did on the second stage with some of the, the, the bands. They're all like three or four minutes long. So they're not super long, but they're kind of fun. Uh, 
And I totally jinxed myself because then I go and talk to the guys in Like a Storm and I want to tell them how much I love the song we just played that was the jam of the week. But as you'll hear during this interview, I can't remember the way that, <laughs> like the name of the song. Now, I'd like to blame our friend Donnie at Rainier on Pine for this interview. Mm. Let's just leave that there. Oh, really? I was in a different state of mind while doing this interview and I think you'll be able to tell as the interview goes along. So here's uh, the guys from Like a Storm uh, backstage at Pain in the Grass. I'm here at Like a Storm, Matt and Chris. Yeah. Yeah, how you doing, brother? I'm good. Right before we started this interview, we were talking about hair tips, and I was giving them, you know, solid hair advice. Yeah. Pain in the ass on the road to do your hair. I mean, because you're not dealing with your own life, and amenities, like your own bathroom, you're on the road. Where the hell are you doing well, your when, when, I can't believe I'm asking you, where do you do your hair? Well, it's a it's a bolted-on wig. It's yeah. made of horse mane, so it's very good. Really? Is it Gene Simmons sold it to you? Quality horses. Him? No, I don't think anyone wants his hair. <laughs> I don't mean that, but you know what I mean. It looks like he doesn't want his own hair. Yeah, he doesn't have enough to sell to me, put it right, that way. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a very valuable... Gene Simmons' hair is a very valuable thing. What would it go for in the... No, I'm just, I don't even want to know. Insane amount. Probably the one kiss thing that they haven't sold yet is Gene Simmons' hair. <laughs> I love it. How did you make all your money? Well, I made just thousands upon thousands by selling locks of Gene Simmons' hair. Exactly. There's a huge market for that. Yeah, if Like a Storm doesn't work out, the three of us. We got <laughs> you this sold one. all yours, didn't you? Yeah, I did, and I didn't make a dime. Well, you should Marketed as Gene Simmons. <laughs> Where were you when I was 23 losing oh, all this beautiful know. hair? Oh, no. We were weeping for you, man. Yeah. That's what we were doing. <laughs> I do want to talk about your band because I love sure. the record. Oh, I know. Oh. We might as well, right? We're here. There's something just really powerful in your songs. Obviously, it's catchy as all hell. Oh, thank nice. you. But there's just a certain level of just, I don't know, heavy, right with Faith No More in a sense. Oh, yeah, we really love Faith No More. We actually, we just played, uh, we played a festival in Belgium called Grass Pop, and yeah. uh, Faith No More was one of the headliners oh. and they were like one of our favorite bands growing up and they split up for a long time yeah. so for us to be playing the same festival as them was unbelievable I hope they realize that there's like from you guys we talked to Corey Taylor Slipknot he had oh, the same opinion awesome yeah. man Corey Taylor's so incredible such a feel of a guy as they get really? yeah. Yeah. I mean I think like he's a good example probably a good like mentor for a lot of young oh rock God. stars yeah. like, dude you don't need to be a dick this is how you can be in life and you, you can, can be, be a cool dude you can be a cool dick and actually we, yeah you can be a cool dick that's why we have to be such dicks because we have to balance right. it out right. no, I'm not this whole interview, I'm like, these guys are just yeah, these guys are such. All I want to do is have on my head. You brought it up. I did. I did. You're right. It was the bald. You want us to yeah. say, no, you're not bald. What do you mean? It was. It was the bald elephant in the corner. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, brother. I appreciate that. I want to ask you guys. I was like, when I was first listening to your music, oh, here it comes. I was like, oh, I don't want to be like every other interview that probably brings up the didn't. But I have to bring you up the didn't. You be that guy because I have to say, like, there. I mean, on the love the way I hate you, or love the way I hate me, or I'm well, love the way you hate me. Yeah. I think she yeah, loves you. She loves me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. song. Hell of a song. Right. Uh, song. On, we didn't write. Enter Sandman. That one song. Yeah. Was, no. uh, but there's that breakdown, and it's like when, when you got the didgeridoo in there, and then yeah. when the drums come back in. I was jokingly calling it an orgasm for your ears, but I mean it. Like when I was listening to it, think, my headphones uh, on. Do you need and, a, a rag or a towel or something? You know, typically we could have all gone out for dinner first, but hey, if we've gone straight there, that's awesome. Just blowing. I can't say that word, wow. but you know, musically, that's what you guys are doing. Well, thank, thank you. you. I think. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Dude, in all honesty, though, the record is just full and awesome. Like, I just, Thank I, you, I do man. really enjoy what you guys Thank did. You, um, are you, you guys enjoying the response so far you've gotten for oh, the record? Man, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, you know, we produced and recorded that album ourselves. We wrote all the songs, especially Gangsters Paradise. <laughs> yeah, we, we spent a long, we spent a long time in the hood, yeah. just really getting into character. Well, I mean, you know, those kids and they're going through tough struggles. Exactly. Yeah. Hear music and like and Michelle Pfeiffer up. can't come for all of them, so yeah, we wrote true. a song for the rest. Of them. And I appreciate that you did give her songwriting credit exactly. on that on the record. That She's, was I mean, I'd say Michelle Pfeiffer even more so than Faith No More. Just yeah. a huge inspiration. Yeah, yeah. This could be the best and the most weird interview I've yeah. done today, and I appreciate that. Oh, from glad you guys. to hear. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thanks for saving the best for us. Yeah, I appreciate absolutely. It. Thank you. Yeah. Now I, I don't know if you guys can say the same back to me, but I'd like to hear that. It's definitely the best one today, so it's definitely the weirdest. It's definitely the weird. We've all learned a lot about a lot of really weird stuff. I like this storm. I'm Steve Miggs. Thank you for checking this Thank out. Thank you, guys. That's awesome. <laughs> whatever that yeah, song whatever. is. Whatever. You're, you know that song that you're single? She whatever. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a great attitude, though. Oh, dude, they were fun. Even yeah. after when we turned the mics off, they were just like these just constant, nonstop, just joking around. Yeah. I never got to ask him, though, is it weird hearing your voice on vocals when you don't have an accent when you sing? <laughs> I was going to ask him that, but I never got around to it. And I never did my didgeridoo impression for him. <laughs> Every time I hear that now, I, I think rack. of, wow. Well, I was going to say I think of Howard Stern Private Parts. Oh, the, part, oh the, yeah. the movie. Yeah, where she'd sit on the speaker. Yeah. Mm. You can probably do that with a didgeridoo. That's a great scene in that movie. It is amazing. So funny. <laughs> Uh, another band that we got to talk, we, myself. Steve. Dude, it was crazy. <laughs> My schedule, I wish I would have had it still in front of me, but like every 30 minutes I was running somewhere, whether it be the stage announcement, the second nice. stage, interviews. Like I was so nervous, especially after uh, you know I decided to you know pay tribute to Donnie over at Rainier and Pine. Um, I was nervous I'd forget something. And there was a moment where I was like, okay, they told me I'm supposed to meet at this certain spot. Well, nobody told me that that spot changed. Oh, gosh. So it was 5.30, and I'm supposed to do an, an interview, or 4.30, I'm supposed to do an interview with Ashley from, from uh, New Year's Day. And I'm there, and there's nobody, nobody around me. And finally, uh -oh. I find someone from our staff. I'm like, can you get a hold of somebody? Like, we don't have the headsets. I'm like... <gasps> So I'm like, I'll go back to the original location. I'm running now, trying to get there. And of course, people are like, Steve, Steve, picture. I'm like, yeah, hey. <laughs> get there. And <laughs> thankfully, they're all just hanging out, drinking beers, BSing. Nobody cared. Like nice. the second stage vibe was so much more lax than the, the main stage. Like uh, props to Mark from uh, Century Media because like I, you could tell like the the... He's the guy at the top of the chain, and his laid-back attitude, like, I'm just dude hanging out, being cool, mm -hmm. really trickled down to everything, including the bands and the crew. So it was, like, just a very fun, like, motley crew of people experience back there. It's cool when they can do that and still, you know, get stuff done. Yes. And have a great time. Because sometimes you can't. Yeah. Yeah. But this Mark guy was able to, he... That's awesome. Yeah, he was, he was the boss, man. He was awesome. <laughs> uh, so, had a chance to talk with Ashley. This one also... Equally, this one happened moments before I interviewed the Like a Storm guys, I think, if I remember. Or one happened before the other. Uh, so, obviously, same <laughs> Thanks, state Donnie. of mind, just as a heads up. Uh, but here's uh, Ashley from New Year's Day. Uh, and, yeah, we go down a weird road towards the end as well. 
I'm here with Ashley from New Year's Day. Hi. Hello. And she's Hello. hot. <laughs> I am loving what you guys have been doing. Oh, and man, I'm, thank you. I'm hearing there's a full length, though, now coming out. Yes, today. it is finished, and it's coming out very soon. You know, the EPs are fun, but they're just never satisfying. No, enough. it was more of a stepping stone. The EP, we wanted to, because, you know, my goal has always been to get heavier. And we started this band when I was so young. You know, you can only be so heavy when you're in your teenagers. You know? How, how old were you then when you started? Oh, we were teenagers. You know, we were kids. We were kids. And, um, you know, the band is is finally becoming what I always envisioned it would be, which was dark and heavy. I like that you're saying dark and heavy. I hope that's, yeah. that's my music right there. It doesn't even matter Same. if it's country, if it's rap, if it's metal. If it's, if it's dark rap. and lyrical content, yeah. uh, aesthetically, anything like that, especially like sound-wise, that's what I've always gravitated towards. So naturally, that's the kind of music I would want to play, you know. Right. Right. I even like, like you said, even country if it's dark. Like, I love the Hank Williams III stuff and, and um, Unknown Henson. Like, the darker, weird stuff is what I've always been drawn to you know. absolutely there's just something special i think it just brings out a certain emotion i mean i don't know i'm getting older i'm 40 yeah, and i find myself i'm joking about like i'm having menopause when it comes to music menopause yeah, right. no matter what i hear if i hear it and it strikes me in a certain way all of a sudden i'm like getting like emotional about it yeah. it's like i don't know if you noticed that yourself from when you're 17 being i've always been like that. music has always been like you didn't know what came first the music or the misery did the misery were you miserable so you listen to sad music or you listen to sad music and became miserable i don't know but i've always been the same way miserable sad music makes me happy yeah it's totally because I feel like you know the, the cliche like I'm not alone kind yep, of thing yep, and then yep. you have an outlet for those feelings and you know it kind of is therapeutic and so, yeah and how important you, I mean I think your music videos are, are damn awesome thank you right? and I thank feel like you. they always tell a good story it's almost like a twisted horror film that's it brain, comes yeah, from right here it comes from this brain right here so is that important when you're writing the songs maybe not when you're writing the songs but when you're fleshing it all out are you thinking yes. oh how would a, how, what are the visuals for yes this? I write when I write music or write lyrics I'm very visual and if I can see the lyrics in my head the, the lyrics just write themselves you know so um, yeah I'm a very visual person and usually as I'm writing the song the ideas for the music video just come naturally if there was a film you could go back and be the person who was in charge of scoring it since I mean scoring it, yeah it. what film would you like your band or your music Beetlejuice or Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. or The Crow alright yeah so you kind of like Tim maybe just a little like bit I kind of like Danny Elfman a little bit oh right on well, that would, yeah. I would enjoy hearing and that I can't believe I just said that because this is very bold statement, but I wish I would hope I could be like him someday. <laughs> so take it back. Better than him. We said it here. No. He said it, not me. I didn't she totally said it. Before <laughs> the interview, she's he like, figure out how to work this into it, but let everybody know that I'm uh, the best. Basically, Danny Elfman, you better watch your back. Just kidding. Uh, we got you. Uh, <laughs> you know where you live? No, just kidding. You do too, huh? I do, yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> or, or am I? I don't know. We, we won't know until the news reports come out. Oh, right? Oh, dude. That means I did something wrong, so... And something awesome. Uh, right? <laughs> we shouldn't be plotting this on film. We're the worst criminals ever. We are. This is going to be shown on, like, CNN. Worst criminals ever. <laughs> Sorry. We Ashley, Steve, the worst criminals ever. Also, New Year's Day. Yeah. That's me. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. There you go. We're going to go commit murder. We're going to go Danny stalk Elfman. Danny Elfman. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to They do have a new song. The album's not coming out, I guess, until fall or something like that. But uh, this this is uh, one of the songs that I saw the music video for, which got me to want to talk about the music videos because it's pretty trippy. Uh, it, it's New Year's Day. Kill or be killed. Toppy, I think your girl will like this one because I know she likes the female-fronted music. I can't believe that your girl wasn't on the second stage. And I just like this. the fronts of females. What? Hey, yo. <laughs> As she was back with me drinking beers in the, you know, like a good area, should. right? Yeah. Everywhere. Do you have you seen what this girl looks like, Toppy? 
Uh, no, I don't think so. She looks kind of like the chick from 101 Dalmatians. Oh, wow. Like wow, Cruella you kind of right. <laughs> yeah. Like a hot version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's hot. Different hair color. Instead yeah. of white, it's like red. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't remember the damn chick's name, though. Thank you. Cruella DeVille. Oh, I didn't know it. Sexy one. Don't thank me. I think Sexy Cruella DeVille. Oh, yeah. She's hot. Yeah, that's a rev girl right there. Is there more uh, chick-fronted rock bands right now than usual? It sure seems, seems that way. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, that are actually people have heard of. And, like, in this moment, obviously. Right. Uh, Pretty Reckless. Yeah. Evanescence. Evanescence, of course. There's, it was weird playing them this morning on BJ and Migs. Yeah. There's two on the second stage, right? It's Pain in the Grass. Heart and uh, New Year's Day. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels to me like there's a lot of chick singers out there now. Singer of Like a Storm had very girly hair. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, there's always been those. <laughs> Since the dawn of time. Yeah, there's been a whole bands of them in the 90s. Yes. These guys killed it up on stage, too. They were so good. They had a great pit going on the second stage. Nice. I felt bad. Some dude was like all geeked out to me. He's like, dude, I love listening to you. And he goes, you want to go in the pit with me? And I'm like, I'm good, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, old hands. Right here. Yeah. I'm a dude. little too old for that one. For a half a second, I'm like, it would be pretty awesome. Like, I was feeling it. But then I'm like, I'm really warm right now. Yeah. I'm going to be drenched. Oh, yeah. Dude, I saw that pit on the second stage. Uh, no, I wouldn't go in there. Dude, it was getting pretty gnarly. Yeah. I just, I forgot how people, like, a lot of people in pitch, you're just supposed to slam into each other, but then when you... No, you got to lead with the arms. See, but then people, like, they go by you, and then they're like, get you from behind. I'm like, what is that? Like, you're hitting them from behind. That's not cool. Kill or be killed, bro. It's Apparently. called dancing. Oh. <laughs> no, I think that's just kind of flailing at that that's point. That's true. I respect everybody was picking people up when they went down, though. That was nice. good to see. That's important. Yes. I saw some one girl. I think she must have hated her boyfriend. She kept trying to push him into the pit. That's funny. <laughs> and he was fighting it. And she just kept pushing it. That is great. Uh, I'd like, dump her if she was mine. I think <laughs> maybe that's what she was hoping to have happen. <laughs> I want to be single. Go get in there. <laughs> All right, we got one more interview to do, and then um, we're going to get close to having to wrap up the things, cats, man. Sorry. And then we're off for a couple of weeks. Watch out. A couple yeah. of weeks. Well, I mean, we're off on a couple of Tuesdays. So oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. yeah. Maybe we'll try and figure out something. I oh. don't know yet. But. I'm kind of glad we're off uh, next Tuesday. Why is that? Penny Arcade Expo acts oh. this weekend. Yeah, it's I'm gonna a weekend. Need, that's Tuesday. Uh, yeah, but it goes until Monday. He's a rager, uh, man. And yeah, this is like this, and in the spring are the only times I actually go out and do stuff. Uh-oh. Go crazy. Uh oh. Yeah. Don't do any interviews with second stage bands when you're in that state of mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you start talking about hair. No. You talk about mm. stalking Danny Elfman, <laughs> and then sometimes you even talk about. Uh, 
petting people's cats, which oh, is what the discussion had myself with Mixie from uh, uh, Stitched Up Heart. Backstory uh, to this. So Mark, <laughs> the guy who runs the label, I was saying very nice things about, he comes up and he goes, hey, man, so you're doing the interview with Mixie, right? I'm like, yeah, I can't wait. Really big fan of their music. Looking forward to seeing them live. He goes, would you be okay with doing the interview right in front with, um, with the Motley Zoo cats? Because Mixie really likes cats, and I'm like, I already knew that. Like, she does a lot of animal rescue stuff. Oh, that's in LA. cool. Yeah, so that's something that's near and dear to her heart. And I'm like, yeah, of course. And so she shows up. And I'm like, if you want, just why don't you hold one of the cats during the interview? It would be very like, very elegant to have you holding a cat. <laughs> and so she's like, okay. So yeah, she grabs the cat. Yeah. <laughs> so this interview is myself, Mixie, and Grace the cat. Sweet from Motley Zoo Rescue. Here with Mixie and uh, is this Grace? Yeah, this is Grace. She's with uh, Motley Zoo Animal Rescue. Uh, I found out there were kittens at the show, yes. so I kind of got... It's like a magnet for me. If there's well, I was going to say, I see you do a lot of stuff with Kitten Rescue, and I think that major props to you. That's such a great cause. It's like my excuse to have a baby when I, <laughs> for a little bit that's really fuzzy and cute. <laughs> then you be like, all right, I'm off. I yeah, go. yeah, I'm, I'm off duty room. now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I do some, like, uh, I had a bottle baby. I had five cats in a studio apartment. Probably uh. not a good idea. <laughs> but becoming that crazy cat woman. Becoming or already am. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bad. So how many cats do you have? Well, now I have one. I only have one, but I had five. And there wow. were four fosters. But. How do you keep tabs on five cats? Um, or you just you know, let them do whatever the hell they yeah, want? Yeah, they just do their thing. Yeah. The kittens, they're... So like, oh, are we going to get into a debate though? Because I'm more of a puppy guy, yeah. so I'm all about the puppy rescue. I would love puppies. I just, I'm never home to take them out. And like in LA, you got to like pick up their poop. Right, you right. Know? Yeah, that's kind of bad. important. Yeah. I did. I fostered a dog once. That was the first thing. Uh-huh. Um, and what he, kind of dog was it? He was a little terrier. His name was Oliver. <laughs> he was super awesome, but he pooped everywhere. So. Uh-huh. My dog still does that, and she's three. Yeah, I still do. No. <laughs> At my house? I was wondering. It's like these are too big for Lulu. That is. Uh-huh. So I got to talk. We got to talk a little bit about Stitched Up Heart. I'm so excited to see you guys. Everyone who's been texting me or messaging me on Twitter or whatever, maybe they're like, well, which band are you most excited to see? I'm like, Stitched Up Heart. Yeah, liar. Ken, uh, no, I'm, I'm a liar. Ask anybody. You told us to everybody. I, I told it to Corey yeah. from Slipknot. Yeah, I told it from I to Matt. Me. from Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah a giant liar. Yeah. And I'm lying about liking mm-hmm. cats. They suck. But you're being honest about lying, so there right. you go. Yeah, you're gonna. You're no, I was gonna say, when are you guys gonna put out a full length though? Because I love both of your EPs. In the spring, in the spring, we've been doing a lot of pre-production right now, so I'm really excited. We have a new single coming out in the next week or two, mm-hmm. finally free, and you can get a free download online. Um, oh, very, very cool. Because I've been enjoying the Grave Frankenstein. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's old, this stuff. This stuff is way better than. It's that. about time. I was just saying, yeah. it's about time to put out something new and better. Yeah, yeah. You know, I grew up a little bit. <laughs> that Not much taller, but I grew up sort of. Okay, so doing this thing for a little bit, and you say you grow up. What's like that? one moment where you realize oh man I'm getting I'm becoming an adult when I was like back in the day when they had MySpace (laughs) (laughs) MySpace is awesome you could be dazzle your page yeah bedazzle (laughs) do you have a famous life quote to have up there on your MySpace page um no no Uh, just you just said I'm the crazy cat lady uh I guess that's a good one on my tombstone crazy cat lady (laughs) died with all her kids no they'd probably eat me though like a good cat should right yeah a good cats should definitely eat you. I mean, you don't want to waste anything. You know? It's a cycle of life right there, or a circle, either way. I hope my cats eat me when I die. 
That's a really morbid conversation. <laughs> Tell me more. Which body part would you want them to eat first? Let's not go there because this could go <laughs> in a really bad direction. Right, right. Let's keep it PG here. Yeah, awesome. we got kids listening after all. And kittens. <laughs> yeah, kittens are always listening. Well, I really do appreciate taking a few minutes out of your time. And I'm 100% being sincere when I said yeah. I cannot wait to see you guys yeah. live. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. And I also love about Mixie here is like she came up to me, gave me a hug. We're huggers. <laughs> it's a good thing. I think right. we need to all embrace each other a little bit more in life. Everybody should hug. We should end this with a hug then. Yep. All right. Hugging out. For the hug. Oh, two hugs. All right. We'll see you later. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. She looks nice too. Oh, she's gorgeous. And on stage, just like, it feels like she's singing to you. In fact, I have a picture. I put it up on my Twitter. I put it up on the blog at, at KISW.com. I'll show you guys really quick. Um, there's a picture I took while she was singing and I swear to God, she's looking right at me in this picture. I could be wrong, but... <laughs> look at that. Does it not look like she's looking right at I mean, me? She is. She's looking right into your soul. Right? It's awesome. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. That's hot. Yeah. Oh, she's got great hair, too. Oh, dude. And uh, she mentioned Man. the song Finally Free, and that was awesome that she brought it up. And at the time, I didn't have a copy of that song. I'm like, oh, that sucks because she's mentioning this song. And so weird, like 10 minutes before we started the podcast is when I got a Facebook message from Mark. And he's like, oh, and hey, how about you check out this song, too, while you're at it? Uh, do whatever you want with it. And it's a song called Finally Free. Nice. So let's check it out. And I remember them playing this song live. And it was like, oh, yeah. the new Like, he kept telling me it. She said it as well. The new stuff is, whoa, so much better than the older stuff. And I'm pumped to hear a full record from these guys. Look at the picture of her looking at me. drumming on this song, Dude, this man. Should, this should be like right up on the rock, man. Right? If I was in charge of this place, yeah, this would be in heavy rotation. Yep, right after Thunderstruck. Yes. <laughs> She's singing about her cat eating her. Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. Damn it. 
broke through the chain. Um, <laughs> I'm like, what? What happened? There was another song that they played uh, live that was a newer song, and I think it was like called like "You're Not Alone" or something along those lines. Anyone who was there, they might remember because she kind of had like a cool little spiel before she started the song about how much she loves her fans and if they ever need someone to talk to, just hit her up. Cool. Via social media, and uh, that song, I was like, oh yeah, this song's gonna like hit some people in the feels. Like it's like one of those songs that I think a lot of adults, kids, whoever that listens to this song are gonna connect to it emotionally. I think uh, the upcoming year is going to be a good year for those uh, yeah. Yeah. guys Kicking and gals. Hell yeah. I'm pretty pumped about the, the future of Stitched Up Hard. I hope they come back to town soon. Wouldn't it be awesome if they came back to town and we could get them on the, STP, yeah. on the mix cast, not the STP cast. We need a Watch time out. machine to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. That, that would be, be pretty awesome. Um, so before we do the voicemails, the emails, and the text messages, uh, so, Toppy was in the room when I did this. I, I decided to do a little secret videotaping and we'll see what kind of reaction I would get from Miss Vicky Barcelona. Oh, our... Would you like fart in the room or something? Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. Wow. <laughs> so I was trying to do it like all like kind of incognito and I, I, I got my video going on my phone. I propped it up so it was like kind of like pointed at her. Yeah. And then just kind of just let it sit for a couple seconds and then just push the fart out and acted like as if it was an accident. So it's like, oops. And then the reaction was priceless. Wow, that's awesome! Like, (laughs) she's losing it. She came running over by me and was pretty devastated. It was pretty awesome. It was so great. (laughs) And the video's up on my Twitter. It's on the blog as well. But yeah, just the look on her face was so funny because she's so serious and whatever she was doing at that moment, and it just. I gotta watch that. Yeah, I, I can pull it up right now on my on my phone so you guys can check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the laughing baby. Yeah, check it out. Oh yeah, she's like <laughs> <laughs> And then and she, she runs. runs. And then, and then she, she runs. Because she's probably like, what what is it gonna smell like? Yeah. Cover the pork. Beans. Huh? <laughs> oh man, I did pork. that. Oh, I was. That's got to be the new catchphrase, man. We need T-shirts that just say "Cover the pork." <laughs> new mix cash shirts. Cover the pork mix cash shirts would be awesome. I'm in. Oh god. No oh, hell yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, let's do the voicemails, the text message, however many we can get to before noon. So the mix cash. Thirty minutes. All right. Since he's the man who coined "Cover the Pork." The Reverend in Fuego. Let's go text messages. Text it is. First one, Rachel Barley's back. Nice. Better than ever. <laughs> Dude. That's like three weeks in a row that we've gotten an email about Rachel Barley being back. We know. <laughs> and we love it too. She is back and back with full force. I was singing yeah. over yesterday. I went down oh, to the, the marina right by her coffee stand, but yeah. I went the other way. And you didn't go there, did and you? And I passed by, I think, who is her evil nemesis. Oh, is it uh, Smachel Smarley? I don't know, but it's there's a pink <laughs> building that's uh, the same kind of thing down there. Oh, uh, those guys are dead to us. I remember her talking about always battling with the girl down the street, and I that's, think that's who oh, it was. That's, that's her arch rival. Yeah. So for those that don't know, I mean, if you listen to the mix cast, you do. Rachel Barley is a bikini barista who posts some of the greatest Snapchats, and it's Rachel X 
Barley, the letter X. Let's see what happened today. I noticed she does have a new snap. I thought oh, those excellent. things are supposed to go away after a while. Yeah, but they stay up for 24 hours. Oh, oh there we go. How's your wife making your dinner? Is the question mark? <laughs> oh, God. Holy smokes. <laughs> she What's she doing? Oh, my. No, but. She pouring okay. the milk down? All right, ready? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, it's upside down. I don't care. Milk, milk, it's lemonade. Like POV, man. Oh, my God. That, my friend. I mean, that's. <gasps> That's a cool. Is that is that goulash? Rev, wow. show me. You got a bigger screen. I do have a bigger screen. That, that was incredible. awesome. I will watch Rev's too. Yeah, you can watch mine. Yeah, like it's upside down right now. Like okay, everything's upside down. There's her boobies, and then then there's blood again. There it is. Oh, she's listening to Alice in Chains while doing it. Damn, dude, she just got even hotter. That dinner looks pretty good too. She's making dinner in underwear. Yeah, if boobs or dinner. I don't even know if you call that underwear. Oh. No, like, like, lingerie. Like, it's basically dental floss. Yeah, yeah. like, just leather strap. like that. She does. I've always. No, she doesn't. She does it to post on Snapchat. I guess that's true because I've learned you don't. You'd burn yourself. Naked. Yeah. There's grease or flying with, out of that pants on. She has a regular top Angel on. Film. So I bet for the video, she's like, I'll just take my pants off. Yeah. And then. Oh, I, I love I tank tops on women, though. <laughs> tank tops are like the greatest invention. And I just love, how's your wife making your dinner? Winky face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you watch, you follow her on Snapchat. I'm just a, I'm a good old uh, Instagram boy here. I follow that on her on Instagram, Instagram too? too. Oh, man. Did she post that video on Instagram? Is that yeah, this oh, is okay. what I was watching it from Instagram. Good, so it's there for all time. I was going to say, because, you know, you only got a 24-hour window when it comes to Snapchat. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't need twenty four hours. All I right, love how she text. deletes. I love how she deletes all the pictures of the boyfriend too. Yeah, he's just done. Done dead to us. Get he's out. dead to us too. Yeah, he doesn't matter. At, at one point, he was okay with us because you know anyone who's cool with Rachel is cool with us. Sure, sure, now, sure. He doesn't matter. Sure. Um, you know we have a couple of old ones, but I'll, I'll just fly through them. Uh, just saw a bumper sticker. It's from Scuba Steve. It says, "I dream of a world where chickens can cross the road without having their motives questioned." <laughs> Hilarious. That's a good line. <laughs> Uh, another person says Crazy Sherry needs to interview uh, Theory of a Dead Man. That would be oh, that would have been an awesome interview. And uh, Ziggy wants to let us know he's still the master of his domain. Nice. So how about that? Congratulations, Ziggy. That's our text. Oh, actually, there is one more text. I almost forgot it. Uh, printed it, but I didn't put it in that. Ziggy stack. shouldn't be bragging about oh. that. Well, maybe he's getting some action. <laughs> maybe. I mean, I think he, wait, he called us last week. So he is getting action because he's with a girl. Yeah, yeah that's so right. In Europe, yeah, in, yeah, that he just tell he commands her to do things, right, and she barks and like stuff. like a pterodactyl. Yeah, <laughs> uh, one more in this uh, text says I was at the movies this past weekend. A woman sat next to me and asked for me asked me for a handful of the popcorn I was eating. What? Yeah. Since I had to sit next to her for the next two hours, I said yes. No. Has anyone else had a total stranger to ask them for their food? Hashtag Titanic douche for life. Right. If someone does that, it's like, no, get your own. You're going to eat that? <laughs> I might ask next time I go, that sounds funny. <laughs> no. Well, if it's you, oh, it's different. Great. If it's you, I'm okay with. Now, if you No, do, I wanted to ask a yeah, stranger. If yeah. you do it to you a stranger, I will just keep walking. I will but never what acknowledge if you're you again. sitting next to them? No, I'm, yeah, I'm sitting next. I'm sitting. It's well, a packed I'm theater. Just, yeah, well, I will find another seat because I don't want to sit next to you asking some random weirdo 
Like, oh, I would, oh, oh so you no. would be you would get up and leave if he was the one yeah, asking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like the ultimate uncomfortable, man. I would watch oh. Toppy grab a handful and then be like, Toppy, can I have a handful of that handful? And I'd take a little handful. <laughs> and we just oh, keep pillaging well, from I, this person. I definitely know what my plan is the next time. Every time I go to the movies now, just buy the jumbo popcorn. So when somebody asks, I'd be like, no, you can have it all. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Throw it like dump on top of them and then go get a refill. refill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do get a free refill. That's awesome. It might be worth That's it at that point. Idea. Wow. Here, you want my popcorn? Eat it all! Now my wife would be like, why are you getting the jumbo popcorn? I'm like, just in case somebody asks yeah. for some. <laughs> Duh. It's the best excuse. That is too fun. I, I, oh, there's been a, I've had one occasion where I was doing the all you can eat at Trappers, and there was someone sitting next to me, and they didn't ask, but they kept asking questions about the role. Like, because it was like, sometimes if you if you buddy up with the chefs, they'll make you something that's not on the menu. Sure. And typically, those are some of the oh, best okay. stuff. So one of our guys at the Tacoma one, Celso, who's the man, he makes, if you ever go to Tacoma and there's a guy by the name of Celso, C-E-L-S-O, I believe, just ask him to make his special roll. Trust yeah. me. It's like, I know that they're working on a MIGS roll right now at yeah. Trapper's. Uh, and I already told, I, I sent him a text to Trapper and said, hey, man. Because he's asking me, what do you like? What do you want on it? And I was like, I, these are the things I like. This is my favorite role right now. But if you have a chance to sit down with Celso, just ask him. He knows the role. It's an unbelievable role. I'm about to get sushi now. Oh, it's so good. So, yeah, somebody was like, so what's that one? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It doesn't have a name. So what's on it? And they kept asking. And finally, I'm like, would you like to try one? No, no, I couldn't. Like, no. no. I'm like, no, come that. on. It's all you can eat. I could get another roll. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. I'm like, try it. And finally, I'm like, all right. And they, they take it and they were like, mind uh, blown. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it's, I don't know how I would handle it if somebody just said, hey, can I have some of your popcorn? <laughs> That's weird. Unless it's like a really hot chick. Like, I don't even know how I would answer because, I mean, my first reaction is no. But do you want to have that awkwardness? Yeah, especially if you're sitting next to him. And then, yeah, if it's a full theater, like, would you rather them ask or them just to take it, like in Seinfeld? <laughs> if they just took they it? Just, I think I'd like it if they just took it. That would be yeah, funny. Yeah, there's some balls right there. Depends just, on how much dirt's under those fingernails. Uh, I know, yeah. that's weird. That's... At that point, yeah, if they're kind of gnarly, I'm just going to be like, well, here you go. Here's your popcorn. Congratulations. <laughs> and just give them the whole bag? Yeah. <laughs> what Screw soda it. you got? Yeah. I'm thirsty now. Who Man, that... in their right mind does that? Now no. I don't even want to go to the top shelf. <laughs> yeah, now I don't want to go to movie theaters at all because it's going to happen. Well, how often are you in a packed theater where you really have to worry about that? Except for like movie. Sc- well, Rev, he goes to a lot of the movie screenings. So yeah, yeah Rev, it... what is your phone screensaver? Uh, it's my it's my fiance. Let me. Th- up close, that's funny. Yeah, it could. It, like, the, my phone is so stupid. My phone is just dumb. So I tried to make it as the wallpaper, and it wouldn't make it any smaller. Like, it would only make it bigger. And I'm like, it's a normal <laughs> phone thing. So, yeah, so it's like, it's just like just extreme close up on her face, so much that I have like the icons in the man. It looks like there's stuff in her teeth. But I like, I like the picture. And it makes me smile every time I see it's it, so great. I just deal with it. But yeah, it even weirds Michelle out. It's so close. Like imagine, yeah. like if you were like an inch away from somebody's face. That is the perspective of his phone screensaver. Yeah, and it's in the phone. And the picture wasn't that far away. That's weird. I mean, or that close up. It was farther away. And my stupid phone is just like, no, you just want this whole part right here. I'm like, no, screw you. Toppy, what's your phone screensaver? Uh, it's just a, a, a crack it's, screen. It's yeah, <laughs> it's just whatever came with the phone. Oh, you never got around to changing it? Nah. Oh. What about you, Nick? Do you have a, a screen? Mine's my cat. Let me see. Oh, mine's my dog. Look, Lulu. Jeez. <laughs> I got in trouble. I got in trouble with the fiance because I changed hers to a picture of me. Oh. And it was a picture that she uh, 
has never been able to find ever since. And so she was pretty pissed about it because it was a really nice wallpaper. Oh. Well, she thought it was. And I was like, well, it'll be nice. And it's me of like making the weird frowny face that I do. Like, what was she doing in the picture that's lost? Uh, she was doing nothing. It was, a, it was a wallpaper of Mario, like Super Mario. But it was a really neat one. But you can't find Wait, it. Wait, what? You can't find it anywhere. Yeah, like it was just like a, a background. It, on her phone or on your her phone? phone? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I changed her stuff so she got pissed about it. Gotcha. And she's like, awesome. you're never going to find that picture again. I'm like, oh, sure, I'll find it. And I never could no. find it because, yeah. That's all of our text messages. Yeah. The headphones in for this one. Oh yeah. I wonder if Stitched Up Heart could write us a. That'd be sweet. Messages song. You've got mail. The Meg's cast emails douches. <laughs> Toppy. <laughs> it's in that your was hands. Tay-tays, right? <laughs> yes. Tay-tays. There's Tay-tays. Uh, let's do. Uh, God, there's a lot of voicemails. Uh, let's do the emails. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not gonna. You know, let's do one voicemail. All right, pick a number between one and ten, Rev. Or do you have a preference? Let's do the first one. Oh, uh, zero. one. Zero. I'll take nine. Zero. Oh, zero. Hey, Duffy! I don't do this one. It's hey, too long. Uh, <laughs> I know that one. Okay. <laughs> zero. How about zero? Yeah. Zero. zero. Hey, everybody. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah. yeah. buddy. Right? Gorky again. Oh, Calling it. in with a Gorky joke See? of the week. Uh-huh. I'm back. All right. What's the difference between sand and <laughs> They can't garb off sand. <laughs> Okay. All right, oh, guys. <laughs> Welcome back, Ricky. Came back swinging. Yeah. What? He had a home run. What was I? What you know? What was I expecting? A walk-off home run. Jeez. All right. God. Holy cow. One more. All you right. Got, you got time for emails? I mean, or uh, you know what? We, why don't we do? Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, let's do the emails. All right. We'll come back to all right, this first one comes from the Reverend Nipuego, actually. <laughs> really? <laughs> I do not remember sending drunkard. What are we worth? We each put something up on Toppy's eBay, like your beanie, Toppy's NASCAR Hot Wheels, etc., and see who makes the most money. Yeah, I, like I that. find out what we're worth. I like that. So we each pick one thing that we don't we A we could part with. Yeah. And we put it up for sale <laughs> to see who makes the most money. Toppy, would you be willing to sell it on your eBay? Oh, sure. Oh, this is great. <laughs> now i got to figure something out now. All right. So, so we got to figure out for next week. Oh, oh, is this geez. something from your life or? Like, anything. Okay. Like whatever Just you have. Anything. One like, of your dumb free t-shirts that you it, get. It could be a CD in this room. As long as you claim ownership of it, that's fine. You know what you could do really is you could start it at a penny. Yeah. And, and really yeah. see like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so each Start each one at a penny. Have no reserve. I right, want a minimum right. buy. No. You don't get that. We just made the rules, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I'm putting a kibosh on that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so it could be kibosh. like that weird spermy-looking alien figure that's in this room with a yeah. goatee. Oh, yeah. But something, yeah. anything. Put it up. We each have one item, and whoever makes the most money, I don't know if wins all the money. No. I think we should use all the money then just take ourselves out for dinner. That'd be sweet. That'd be kind of cool. 
Okay. Or I'm not expecting a lot. Yeah, I'm going to start selling. <laughs> I mean, know. yeah, like we can uh, probably get all, all of right, our meals supersized, but yeah, I don't think like I'm not putting a whole lot of faith in Dude, that a, we're actually gonna make a it. Dick's Deluxe is a couple bucks. Yeah. I'm thinking we go there. Sure. One. Is there any kind like I can put my car up for a penny and but you have to sell it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You, but you don't care like what the thing is on any level. You just have to be willing to part with it. Okay. Whatever you're willing to part with, he's gonna find something worth money. I got lots of stuff I can part with. All right. I got a lot of collectibles. I what about like, shipping? You got to deal with that it, yourself. We ship it from here. Oh, yeah, right? Ship it from the station. This is a work-related So event. we're going to say free shipping on the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, free shipping because we're going to... Unless... Free One shipping in the continental United States of America. Right. Yeah. I yeah. can do that. I don't want 48. Any, yeah. I don't I want any do weird Nigerian hustler hustling us. Right. <laughs> it's supposed to be fun. <laughs> I know only, what I'm putting only up. Kentucky What are you putting up? not telling. Well, we're going to find out. Oh, yeah, I get why. Well, yeah, I get why. Because yeah. we have yeah. to walk in, and whatever item we bring in is the item that we're stuck with. Yeah. Oh, man, i got to figure this out. Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> I'm excited about this. i got a lot of stupid stuff. i got a lot of stupid stuff. We've been talking about cleaning out the apartment. What if one of the things we have we don't realize is like a giant like collector community for it? And oh, like antique roadshow like or something. Five hundred dollars, like a crazy bidding war. Well, then you uh, win. You still get two dicks deluxe. Then we get a lot of deluxes. <laughs> I want five hundred dollars worth of deluxes, sir. Yeah. In a row. Yes. <laughs> and we're not leaving until we eat them all. I like that. Great idea, Rev. Oh, thank you. That'll be a fun one. What are it we? Was all what right. are we worth? Now I gotta sell something. No, Toppy's, no, Toppy's it. doing it. I know, but I still gotta find something to sell. Yeah. All right. You know what? If you give me a couple minutes too, like I could list everything right at the beginning of the podcast, like real generically, and then uh, at the end I could make it a better description for the rest of the week. Yeah. But then that way they would all end during our podcast. Oh, good and call. And we could watch them oh, end. Oh, brilliant. Yes, You're so I smart am. at this. Look at this eBay Meister. Yeah, I've, I've done it a few times. Toppy's so well versed <laughs> at doing this that he could just do it while we're doing the podcast. Like, just amazing. I pretty much could, yeah. I'm, I have a feeling that he's maybe listed a few things during the BJ and Mig show at some point. <laughs> um, I know he's bought stuff. I might have. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely way to, way like play that off. Definitely like relisted <laughs> things that were already listed that I just had to relist. Yeah. If that, that makes so sense awesome. to you. Yeah. Uh, next email. This comes from AJ. It's it was kind a of sucky a, item, right, Tommy? Shut up. <laughs> Steve's talking. Yeah. We got emails to do. We only have a couple of minutes. In like six minutes. We got to switch to Facebook drama. Yeah, so thanks. Yeah, uh, this comes from AJ. In the way. No, it's AJ. Uh, Long time listener. My first email coming to you guys for some advice. My family had to put down my childhood dog, Abby. It's been hitting me pretty hard. She was my favorite pet growing up, and I haven't had to deal with a loss like this since my brother died when he was eight. Since you've had to go through the loss of your dog, Lucy, I was wondering if you or anyone from the MIGS cast has any advice for moving through the grieving process and maybe finding a way to stay positive through this. I have nothing but respect for you guys, and you all make my life a little bit better by being who you are and making me laugh every time I listen to you. Thanks in advance for any advice. Remember the good times. Just like Keep those memories. And like yeah. it's always like any time that you had fun with your pet. Man, I don't know if I'm on the opposite end of advice for you, but like anytime I, I still to this day, if I think about Lucy and my times with Lucy, I start crying. Like it's it's a tough one. Uh but you're right. I mean it's you wanna definitely I mean, you've had it for so many years, you wanna remember some fun memories. For me the best thing, and I don't know if you can do this, but the best thing was having a, having Lulu. Lulu got our mind off of Lucy, not in a negative way, but just we were so busy because she was a puppy at the time. So mm-hmm. she she really, like, sucked the life out of us. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we had to constantly be training her and not doing it well, clearly, because she still craps in the house. But... <laughs> 
but and having Lulu princess. around, and also Lulu picked up a lot of weird quirks that Lucy had. So it was kind of like, in a sense, like you mm-hmm. felt like she was living through Lucy, like Lucy was living through her. So that helped. Um, so if you're able to get another pet, I know it sounds weird. You're not replacing the pet that you had. It's just, it's if you're a dog person, cat person, eventually you're gonna get another pet. Why not get it now? And it'll help you get your mind off of it. It'll help you still, you know, it'll, it'll keep you in good spirits. And it's, I mean, it's not a bad thing to be sad. No. I mean, it's, it's, it was a, a good, it was, you know, it was a part of your family. It's much more than just a pet. Yeah. And so it's, it's okay to be sad once in a while about it. Good luck staying away from anything that has like dogs or oh, yeah. in it on television. I tried that, and it's like even when you're not expecting it, it, it's like when you break up with somebody. Any show or any song you listen to it's is in about your reminder, that. yeah. And it's the same way with that. But I mean, uh, AJ, if you if you need to come in, uh, you want to come in and watch the, the the podcast as a way to cheer up. Let me know. Um, otherwise, keep in touch with us via email. And uh, you know what? We could always just play this clip of me farting in front of Vicky. I mean, oh, that, yeah, is yeah. that, that sure. if you ask me, is the best way to get over the loss of a pet. It's a great laugh. Maybe not the best way to get it over it, but at least it can put a smile on your face. I just, I just love like the the oops when. I knew I, what I was doing. Yeah, and it's just maybe it's just because I'm kind of in tune with your farts and the way that I've watched you push push them out on this podcast. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's brotherhood. Yeah, that was that was yeah, it's bonding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my wife responded that way. Yeah, I really wish uh, Michelle would too. Uh, next text. This one, I mean, next email. Paul Heyman on fire yesterday from Greg. And uh, he sent a link. And it's Paul Heyman doing what Paul Heyman does best. Yes. Post SummerSlam, controversial ending because Undertaker was in a, a submission hold. He tapped out, but the ref was on the other end. The timekeeper saw it and rang the bell. The ref's like, I didn't tell you to ring the bell. This match still goes on. Everyone's confused. Undertaker shows up, at it, wakes up or whatever, nails Brock Lesnar in the balls, <laughs> and yes! puts him in a submission hold and wins. Yes. Right. And Screw you, Brock. Great ending. Re- Brock refused to tap out. He wound up passing out, but as he was passing out, he was giving the Undertaker the finger. Nice. It was awesome. So, of course, Paul Heyman not happy about that, and he took it to Monday Night Raw. The video does not lie. And I understand how uncomfortable it may be for this fairy tale to end. I'm a father. I get it. It's not pleasant. (laughs) Hey, kids, there is no Santa Claus. The Easter Bunny is a fable. This whole Pavlovian belief that the Undertaker is immortal or already dead, or whatever nonsense he wants to spew out, is a fable. I love Paul Heyman. I love Paul Heyman so much. He is so good. God, he is so good. I can't just, believe he dropped that. Oh, that was just amazing. Okay, I saw that on Twitter, and people were like, whoa, Paul, wait a second. Hold right? on, Santa. Because there are kids watching yeah. this. <laughs> wrestling is very popular with kids oh, that quite so possibly right. not only believe in wrestling, but believe in Chris Kringle. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> the Easter Bunny. Man, talking about mom and dad are probably like, F you, Heyman. 
Hope Undertaker takes you both out. <laughs> now I got to talk to my kid about this. Right. Thanks, Paul, for the awkward conversation. Why don't you just say wrestling's fake, too, while you're at it, you <laughs> jackass? You kind of did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. kind of did. Or whatever he's pretending to be. Oh, man. That is awesome. There's a guy that makes things more fun. <laughs> That's so great. When it comes to the world of wrestling, he is the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do some Facebook drama. Yeah. yeah. Old school. Ooh, yeah. It's shorter. <laughs> I appreciate that. There's always this been this, this is long. That's why we're starting it with uh, 11 minutes to spare. Yeah. And then <laughs> lots of time. Been oh, my God. And now, muchachos, señoritas, les Steve shall bring us the best of the drama from the Facebooks. All right, Facebook drama. Opportunity to point out stupidity that's happening on Facebook. You guys all know at least one person that is involved in the world of Facebook drama, whether it be them putting up the comments or them putting up the status update. Everybody has a friend that loves drama. This week, I will play the role of Candy. Toppy, you will be Sonia. Rev, you will be Ralph. Ralph. And Nick, you will be Eva. Or Ava. I guess it depends on what you want to call her. I'll go with Eva Longoria. Uh, Thank you. Oh, she's hot. All right. I'll start things off. I hate when my friends bet. Oh. Oh, there we go. Sorry. (laughs) I thought it said data. I'm like, what the hell? Data. Okay. I hate when my friends date broke down losers. I hired my best friend's boyfriend to fix our toilet. Not only did this not fix it, but he's charging me over a thousand dollars for a service fee. That's why you shouldn't date losers, Sonia. Your man's a effing thief. You're such a f- liar, Candy. My man fixed your toilet. Did you ever think that maybe it's your big fat butt that keeps breaking it? My man said he never has seen a toilet so gross and jacked up in all his years of being a plumber. The problem isn't my man. The problem is the size of your ass and all the crappy food you consume. Hashtag we haven't been best friends for years. Hold up just one f- minute candy i gave you a great deal on your toilet i undercharged your ungrateful ass sonia is devastated by all this sonia baby don't even bother fighting candy her gross disgusting habits is why her toilet is all oh ralphie 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 you're never gonna learn are you my boyfriend just read what you wrote on facebook and guess what he wants to kick your ass and not to scare you, but my boyfriend takes UFC fighting lessons. <laughs> You're threatening me with your fat boyfriend? I've seen that fat roly-poly slumbering around town. Let's just say the only way he could beat me in a fight is if he sat on me while I was sleeping. Did you say that your boyfriend is training with the UFC or KFC? Ralph, I'm not trying to take sides here, but you definitely overcharged me for my bathroom. <laughs> I agree. I think Candy is a cold-hearted bitch, but your plumbing, no pun intended, was very crappy. You owe me at least 600 bucks because you never finished the job. You see this, Ralph? This is called an uprising. You suck at plumbing, but you need to worry less about fixing toilets and worry more about fixing your nasty-ass teeth. I guess my boyfriend will improve your teeth when he knocks them down your pothole. Hashtag 
You break toilets, we break your face. The only thing your fat boyfriend can beat me is in a pie-eating contest, not a street fight. Candy, your man only likes you because you're named after junk food. I love how Candy says she's my best friend. Listen, bitch, we haven't been besties since high school. My man gave you a great deal, and what do you do? You Facebook shame him. Ralph, don't bother with these peeps, baby. Come home to Baby Cakes, because Baby Cakes wants to pamper her poo bear. What? In all honesty, all you people are a-holes. Just reading all this reminds me of why I hated you all back in high school. Candy, you're a stuck-up psycho. Sonia, you don't take care of your kid. And Ralph, you're the crappiest plumber ever. Hashtag pun intended. Hashtag I'm outie. Come home to Baby Cakes, because Baby Cakes <laughs> wants to pamper her, her poo bear. How about that? I love that line. That's, that's awesome. That's actually... That's how we do it. That's pretty entertaining. <laughs> I almost feel like that could be... If we didn't have to hurry up and finish this, we should all text that to our significant others and see what cakes. kind of response we get. Yeah. Come home to Baby Cakes, because Baby Cakes wants to pamper her poo oh. bear. If one of our text or one of our fine Titanic douches texts that to their significant other yeah. and screenshots the response, put it up on our Facebook page. Oh, that'd be great. I want to see be, that. I feel like Uche. Uche, I'm calling you up because you've done. <laughs> and this yeah. one is a lot better he than did, the other one. Right, just landed, bitch, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. 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 Let's see what happens. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. Well, uh, you can join us on Facebook. Just type in the MiggsCast and join our group. You can leave us a voicemail or a text message, 253-271-4787. Or email us at themigscast at gmail.com. So I don't know if we'll be back next week or the week after that. We'll try and figure something out. Maybe we'll try and bang out like a little mini podcast. I don't know. Maybe I'll podcast from home. That's the spirit. Maybe I'll screw you, Brock. Yeah, I'll call Brock Lesnar up and see how he's doing. Yeah. Oh, come on. And I'll call up Angel the Grapefruit Lady. Uh. <laughs> hey, huge thanks to uh, Ashley from New Year's Day, Mixie from... From uh, Stitched Up Heart, the boys in Like a Storm, all the bands on the uh, Another Century stage from Century Media. Mark, thank you for hooking us up with all those interviews and setting us up with that sweet new Stitched Up Heart song. Yeah, Can't wait awesome. to hear more stuff off of that so record. Good. Get them back to Seattle because we want to get them in the mix cast. All right, for the Rev, Mono Nick, Tom Shelf, yeah. I am Steve Miggs. This is the mix cast. We'll see you when we see you. Stay positive and suck it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.